So we'll go into our uh, meditation time now, and I'll connect uh, with some light guidance our meditation period with the themes that we've been looking at, familiar to those who have been here uh, one or both of the last two weeks. And we'll be particularly looking at the theme of practicing when the mind and body and emotions become reactive. So I'll bring that in a more in a fairly light way. So we'll start with just finding a good posture. Find a way that you can be somewhat comfortable and sit or stand or whatever posture you're in for the next um, uh, 40 minutes or so. The main emphases for posture are having a good connection with the ground or the floor. So if you're on a chair, feet flat on the floor is helpful. Then having the chest open, the heart area open, and the spine straight. Being both relaxed and alert, not always an easy combination. And generally, holding our practice time with kindness. Having a background of care and kindness as we notice our own minds, hearts, and bodies. And also can be very helpful right at the beginning to take maybe 30, 40 seconds and connect with your intention for why you meditate, why you practice. So do that right now. Give your larger intention. And then very brief overview of the foundational instructions. Two areas. One is to become less distraction, distracted, to settle more, become more stable in our attention. And the second is on the basis of that relative stability to see more clearly whatever's happening, to be with our experience on the basis of relative stability of mind. To develop stability, we typically focus, usually at the level of sensation, on some part of experience. Very often we focus on the breath, where the breath is easiest to follow, sometimes at the nostrils, sometimes the area of the heart, sometimes the belly area. We stay at the level of sensation, letting the breath be natural, not forcing or controlling the breath as much as possible. 
Whenever the mind wanders, we simply come back. We do that over and over again. For some of us, the breath is not so good a focus area, particularly if the breath is not emotionally neutral, as when we, for example, have a history of asthma. And then we would focus on some area which is relatively neutral emotionally, such as the hands touching together, connection with the chair or cushion, can also be sound. And in those types of uh, focus, we also just stay at the level of sensation. Again, could be with the hands touching. When the mind wanders, we simply return at the love to the, to the sensations. And then when we have some degree of stability, relative stability, if we're really distracted, we can stay with the first type of practice the whole time. If we have some stability, pretty good stability, then we stay with the focus area, for many of us the breath, and when the mind goes to something else, we notice where it's gone. We can make a mental note, a label, planning. We notice the planning. Often when we notice it, it ends and we go back to our anchor, for many of us, the breath. Other times when we notice what's happening, it doesn't go away right away. Maybe we're noticing sensations in the, the knee and I stay, can then stay with the sensations as long as they are predominant. Just noticing what's happening when the sensations in the knee are no longer predominant or I'm not sure what's predominant, then I come back to my, my anchor, my, my sort of uh, home area of focusing. Same thing if there are emotions or thoughts that take us away for a while, we try to bring that into our mindfulness. So we can have, if I notice myself, you know, feeling some irritation about something that happened earlier in the day, I can notice that, can make the mental note irritation, try to be with it at the level of emotions. I can switch, also notice what it's like at the level of the body. Can then stay there for a while, switch to what's going on with my thoughts and can really notice in that way as well. When what's developed is no longer predominant or I'm not sure, I always go back to my main focus area, which we sometimes call the anchor. So let's stay with this settling practice for the next seven or eight minutes, and then I'll come back and give some very simple instructions similar to what we've done the last two weeks for noticing and being mindful whenever there's any reactivity, which may or may not come up, but we want to be alert for it. So for right now, just let's settle further.
as we continue to sit quietly, continuing to continually return to the present moment as much as possible. And I'll add very simple, brief guidance, similar to what we've looked at the last two weeks, on bringing attention to what we call reactivity. Reactivity comes in two forms. It's the more automatic or relatively unconscious grasping onto something we like or pushing away something we don't like. That can happen at the level of the body, maybe tensing or wanting. can happen at the level of thoughts, at the level of emotions. We can have an emotion and resist it in some way. And so the invitation is to bring mindfulness to those two forms of reactivity. Again, can happen in different ways. Can happen at the level of thinking through, for example, blaming or judging ourselves or others, judging harshly, for example. Could happen in taking a thought and that we really like and expanding it and going forth with it. And the, the characteristic of reactivity that's important is that there's a somewhat automatic grabbing hold of or pushing away. And it's important to notice, we'll come and explore this more in the talk, that what we grab hold of or what we push away isn't therefore necessarily a problem. We can be grabbing hold of actually a helpful idea and still be reactive. I can be reactive towards something that happened that wasn't right or wasn't fair, but I can still be reactive. And what we're interested in is exploring this, just being mindful when reactivity comes up, be with it at the level of the body, the emotions, the thoughts, just to notice it, set your radar for it. It may not happen too much, but notice it when it does, whether it's small or large. If it's in the, you know, at the higher end of intensity, I, I like to have a scale of one to 10. And we're interested in exploring reactivity where we can be with it, where it's, so to speak, workable, maybe on a scale of one to 10, up to maybe seven or eight. But if it's in the nine or 10 range, it may not be workable, maybe too much. If that's the case, we generally want to pull back from it, come back to relative balance. So we study reactivity where it's in the workable range, where our mindfulness can happen, noticing that there are other times when, which are too intense for mindfulness. And then we do other things, mostly to come back to, to balance.
As we continue to sit quietly, I'll mention one further way to practice exploring reactivity is to look for when there is a sense of pleasant or unpleasant at the level of the body or emotions or thoughts that is at a moderate or greater level and is in the workable range. And if that's occurring, bring that to attention. Really explore the pleasant. Let me be with the pleasant. Just see what it's like. Noticing as you explore the pleasant, if there are any tendencies in a way to grab hold in some way. Again, through the body, emotions, or thoughts. Similarly, it's sometimes easier to explore. Notice when there is something unpleasant, again, at any in any part of our experience, emotion or thought or at the body level. And when something occurs that's unpleasant, and again, in the workable range, sort of moderate or greater, but still workable, then bring your attention to the unpleasant and notice that there are any tendencies beginning to push away. So I'll add those instructions if something, if the pleasant or unpleasant comes up for you.
In the last minute or so of the silent sitting, I'd like to invite you, particularly if you were here last time, to reflect on how you may have explored working with reactivity in the last week. And we had a particular focus on looking at that in the context of being with others in relationships understood generally. So just reflect if you've ex if you explored that. If this if you weren't there last time, you can just bring to mind how you work with reactivity in the context of being with others. <laughs> 